Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like updating turbines at one of our Indiana wind farms and producing more oil and gas with fewer operational emissions in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Hello, everybody. I'm Lou Dobbs. Welcome to The Great America Show. Great to have you here. It's early, folks, but we just might be witnessing the turning point in what has been our long national nightmare of Marxist dim and deep state corruption and destruction. I repeat, it's early. I know that. But there are some really positive signs at work. As you know, I've begged Congress to impeach Joe Biden to do what they're doing now, to root out corruption in the Biden regime and throughout the deep state's playground, our federal government, that is, and to impeach this corrupt, compromised, cognitively impaired puppet of a president and rid us of the mad Marxist Dems woke assault on nearly everything that is America. And here we are at midsummer, and the American people are beginning to win some very important battles. The House Oversight Committee delivering on Chairman James Comer's charges of Biden corruption whistleblowers with blockbuster testimony. In an interview last week, Chairman Comer said he believes Hunter Biden will face six to ten criminal referrals when his committee concludes their investigation of Hunter Biden's corrupt, illegal business dealings. At the end of the day, uh, when, when we wrap this report up, Hunter Biden's going to have between six and ten criminal referrals. And, and the fact that he got a sweetheart plea deal over, you know, a misdemeanor that should have been a felony, according to the Irish whistleblowers. I mean, these guys were the ones that were leading this investigation. He violated the Foreign Agents Registration Act. He was money laundering. He was racketeering. He committed wire fraud. He violated the Mann Act. The list goes on and on and on, but yet he gets a slap on the wrist. And the Democrats want to talk about, oh, the, the two-tier system of justice is racist in America. Well, Hunter Biden's the ultimate white privilege guy here. Once Comer's investigation concludes, he will recommend criminal charges against Hunter Biden to Marxist Dem Attorney General Merrick Garland. We'll see how that goes. A huge test coming this week as well. In Wilmington, Delaware, federal judge Mary Ellen Nareka will either approve or reject that sweetheart deal the federal prosecutors bestowed on the president's son. Years of not paying taxes, gun charges after five years of prosecution. Think of it, five years, all reduced to misdemeanors and a gun charge that just goes away. The whistleblowers who testified last week testified that the Biden DOJ shut down their investigations or slowed them in some cases, that they recommended felony prosecutions of Biden. U.S. Attorney Weiss says he didn't have authority to prosecute further. A.G. Merrick Garland says that Weiss did. It's likely in this rotten Biden regime that both of them are lying. We'll see about that as well. And this coming Wednesday, Judge Nareka will be under considerable pressure to approve the Hunter Biden pat-on-the-head plea deal by U.S. prosecutors. How the judge decides will tell us a lot about whether this is truly that turning point I mentioned in this war to preserve the republic. 
Another positive sign, Congressman Jim Banks, who's not the rhino he once seemed, took another big step this weekend. Banks, the head of the Republican study group, the largest conservative caucus in Congress, this weekend declared it is time to impeach President Biden. Hallelujah. And of all the charges, all of the evidence and testimony of whistleblowers showing the Bidens to be a crime family, President Biden lying about not knowing what Hunter's business deals were, the whistleblowers saying he clearly did know. And Senator Chuck Grassley's release of that FBI form, FD-1023, that Christopher Wray, the FBI director, lied about, but that supports charges President Biden and his son were involved in a $10 million bribe scheme with a Ukrainian oligarch for whom Hunter Biden worked as a board member of Burisma Energy. It's starting to pile up, folks. These House investigations are picking up momentum, and the lights in the Biden White House are dimming. Just a bit, but dimming. The lights are on in Mar-a-Lago, President Trump refusing to back down against any of the Marxist hacks on Jack Smith's special counsel. The president's attorneys on Friday sent a 650-page filing to the Fulton County Superior Court. They argued that the district attorney, Fannie Willis, should not be allowed to pursue the case against the president because of her conflict of interest, saying the district attorney personally retweeted requests for followers and campaign donations which referenced her prosecution of this investigation, end quote. And just like the previous two times the president was criminally indicted, his poll numbers are soaring. The latest Harvard-Harris poll shows President Trump with a 40-point lead. Let me repeat that. A 40-point lead in the field of Republican contenders, a 26-point lead on a head-to-head versus Governor DeSantis. That same poll has Trump beating Biden by five points in a general election. It has him up 18 points among independents. To take up all of this and much more, let's bring in today's guest. Joining us now is one of my favorite Americans, General Michael Flynn. General, great to have you back with us here on The Great America Show. Welcome. Uh, Thanks so much for having me back. And uh, we got to do this more often, Lou. There's just so much going on around the world. And uh, and I, I love your audience, and, and I really do appreciate everything you, you do for America. Well, and same back at you, and we'll be, uh, we'll be imposing on you more, more frequently than we do, I assure yeah. you. Yeah. So, General, let's start with, and I think everybody's asking basically the same question uh, in this country, and that is, what in the world has happened to America? Yeah, I, I think, well, you know, Lou, I said to a group of people the other day that and, you know, and I kind of look at my generation, your generation, right? We're in the same same uh, bracket that uh, we, we, we grew a bit apathetic and we, you know, had a wonderful time, you know, uh, really, you know, it's, uh, just making making all the kinds of things that we made. And we lost sight of the political dynamics in our country. We always just sort of left it up to the politicians, even though I know uh, I have said it and I, and I venture to say that most people in my generation have said, ah, oh, those politicians are all corrupt, but we keep, we kept voting for them and kept putting them into office. And now we are, are, are seeing the, the, uh, the, 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 you know, the apathy of the majority of Americans actually paying attention to, to our political system for the last probably 30, 40 years, Lou. And we, we now have such a, a corrupt 
incredibly corrupt federal government that is that is overreaching into every single aspect of of the American people's lives. And we just we, we can't we can't have that anymore, Lou. It's not going to it's not it's not going to last if we keep allowing this level of tyranny to come into our our lives. And, and everybody feels it. Everybody knows it. Everybody feels it and knows it. I agree. But almost no one is doing anything about it. But where is the humanity? Where is the basic decency, the, the, the sense of right and wrong that should be in, instinctive with every American? And when seeing what we have permitted in our public schools, where is the outrage? Where is the just fury that they have taken the greatest public education system, the real the real equalizer in our society and destroyed it because of left-wing labor unions called the, the National Education Association and the Federation of Teachers. It, it's just appalling what we're witnessing. And you can turn to almost any quarter of our society and see almost the same thing happening to our beloved republic. You know, you know, Lou, it's interesting that you're you're honing in on on uh on really the education system. I was asked, a, I don't know, a couple, probably a month or two ago now um, about, you know, okay, if we get back into government, what would you, what would be the first thing that you do? And I, and I, I believe very strongly that they expected me, this was a, in an audience, I, they expect me to say, we want to get rid of the FBI. You know, that, that's, that's a, a conversation for another day. What I, how I replied, Lou, is I said, we need to shut the doors of the Department of Education. That's the first thing that you that, you know, I think any new president, you know, you know, let's pray that we get the, like a Donald J. Trump back in office because we need almost like a war. We, we need to have a, a war, a war, a warrior mindset, I guess, going into uh, going back into the White House with strong, a very strong leader. But the Department of Education has worked to pervert the culture of our children and pervert the culture of our society. And, the, and that goes back to, you're right, it does go back to the 60s, but you know, it was Jimmy Carter who stood it up and, uh, and we've allowed it, we've allowed the education system, the Department of Education specifically, and then, and then it's organs that, that you know, go down into our elementary and secondary schools. And then of course we see it in our, in our, our higher education in the uh, undergraduate and graduate programs now where Christ, the majority of our school systems, all the all the public schools and many and many of our colleges and universities are so over the top progressive, and they have literally perverted a a generation plus of kids. And and there's a there's a great book that uh, that talks about the seven the seven steps to collapsing a society, and they actually the seven steps to collapsing a nation state. And the very first thing that you do is you pervert the culture. And it takes time, you know, obviously it takes time, it doesn't happen over a long weekend, it takes, you know, a generation, and boy, they knew it. And, and uh, you know, post the Kennedy, the, the, the John F. Kennedy assassination, and uh, the rise of a guy by the name of Lyndon Baines Johnson, and then the, the, this shift, as you, as you mentioned, about uh, the various unions, particularly the education unions, that exists and and what they have done to just destroy our our public education system. I mean, we spend the most money of like the next I think ten or twenty nations combined on education. Yet we're down. We're, we're I think we're already below the 
that, that, you know, in the top, we used to be in the top 10. We used to be the best in the world years and years ago. And then we were in the top 10. Now we're not even in the top 30 anymore. And we're lucky to be in the top 30 if we are. If we are, we're like 28 or 29. It's that bad. Yet we still, we still pour money into public education. So, I mean, I, there's so many other things going on, but I, I think actually this is, this is an issue that, that, that our leadership in this country has to deal with going into the next administration because the, the education system is where you grab hold of the next generation, right, the future. Never mind all of the things that we're seeing domestically, the things that we're seeing internationally over in Europe, what the Chinese are doing out, out around the, uh, the, the Straits of Taiwan right now. I mean, we're, we're talking about nuclear war. We're getting ready to send, you know, 3,000 more people over to Europe to, you know, I call it incrementalism. It's incrementalism towards World War III. We, we're, we're giving up, you know, munitions to the Ukrainians that are banned by 100 countries to include our own. We, 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 we had bans on these, uh, on these types of munitions that are going over there, the, the cluster bombs. We have an invasion of our southern border, I mean, et cetera, et cetera. So I, I do think, Lou, that in our, in our country today, the people that, that do get it and the people that I do see at the local level, I see a lot of moms, a lot of women, you know, and there's different groups like Moms for America, Women Fighting for America. Um, there's these different organizations that are national organizations, and they're fighting for their children in school boards. And we should take a we should take a cue from these from these women, you know, for all of America to say, look, they're fighting for their children. We need to stand up and fight for our country, and and all of us in our own ways, using our own God-given talents and skills, we have got to shift our purpose to starting to stand up for our country and stand our ground, you know, get off of our knees, you know, get off of our heels and, and, and start, you know, moving out forward and get into an offensive stance, fight from a position of victory instead of fighting for victory. We, we should feel like, we, hey, we, we are on top of the mountain here. You know, we're on top of, uh, you know, we the people, we, we still control this country. But but we could lose it. We could lose it if we don't if we don't get smart right. about what's happening. And so anyway, I mean, I've got go on and on for that. But I'm so glad uh, in, uh, in this conversation because we've had a lot, Lou, uh, that we're picking up on this idea of our education system because that's how you pervert a society. And boy, has the left done a a, a masterful job of that. And we're, and it, but it can be overcome with good strong leaders who get in there into our government shut these systems down and start to you know push a a culture of patriotism a culture of americanism that's what we need back in our country we'll continue the conversation here with general flynn in just one moment stay with us we'll be right back as you write your life story you're far from finished are you looking to close the book on your job maybe turn a page in your career be Continued at the Georgetown University School of Continuing Studies. Our professional master's degrees and certificates are designed to meet you where you are and take you where you want to go. At Georgetown SCS, the learning never stops, and neither do you. Write your next chapter. Be Continued at scs.georgetown.edu slash podcast. We're talking with former National Security Advisor Michael Flynn. 
and I just want to say, General, you, you at the break, we were talking about restoring patriotism, renewing the culture, if you will. I, I Do you think we're too far gone for that right now? There, there's just so many debates within uh, the conservative elements of our society, whether it be the the church, uh, whether it be uh, our, the the attorneys, the the legal system itself, right. all all of them are either conflicted or they have moved toward the left. It is really remarkable to see what is happening today, and media is all but to the left. I I got word uh, just before the show from uh, our producer, John Fawcett, uh, talking to Facebook about advertising uh, President Trump on the show. Facebook wouldn't take our ad. I mean, I guess everything would have been all right if I were going to sit down and talk with, say, uh, you know, Joe Biden. Exactly. He wouldn't talk to you because he would, so he, he wouldn't know how to he wouldn't know how to hold a phone to his ear. OK, well, so, without you know, without losing an ear, the Uniparty wants Trump to go away. What they should do, all these kamikaze candidates that are running for POTUS, they need to step down and they need to they need to get behind Donald Trump because he's clearly head and shoulders. I mean, he's he's like, you know, 20, 30, 40 points ahead of these guys in the in all of the polls. He's ahead of Biden. I mean, it's clear that he's going to be the candidate. We're going to know that by probably early March. They should make that decision. But their egos that, you know, their their I think their 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 hatred in some cases of, of Trump and certainly their they, they despise we the people. They really despise the grassroots. They definitely despise the MAGA movement. They don't even want to use the the acronym MAGA. Right. Because they're because they, they so fear that they're not going to be. And the you know the guy right the person and none of them none of them are going to win. I mean Mike Pence, uh, Chris Christie, Ron DeSantis, Asa Hutchinson, uh, uh, Christy Nome, Tim Scott. None of them are none of them have a shot. They don't have a snowball's chance in hell, Luke. And what they need to do is they need to they need to get behind Trump and we need to move this forward and we need to get get ready to beat these son of a guns in November. But we got it. We, we can't beat them. We learned in the 2020 election and 2022, for that matter, we cannot beat these guys on Election Day. We have got to be part of the system that's created in some of these states where they do have, by law, they have mail-in ballots. They have uh, they have ballot harvesting. I mean, they, they some of these blue states have passed these laws to be able to hold these. So when the elections aren't 16 months away, some of the elections are like less, much less than that. Some of these elections in some states start 45 days out. And what we should be demanding, we the people should be demanding that we want to know the results on election night. We don't want results a month later. We don't want to be counting votes in like this nonsensical thing that we did after the 2020 election where we all we all knew that Trump won hands down, probably won the better better part of 320 electoral college votes based on what he had on election night. This country has all of the capability to be able to, to get that resolved by, you know, in, in one second. And we can do it in one. We can we can do this, Lou. Our country can do this. We don't have to have a month's well, worth of counting and a year's worth of law lawsuits. We don't need it. Well, I agree with you 100 percent. And one of the things that's it's very basic to this as the electronic voting system in this country uh, is filled with vulnerabilities. There's a reason people don't trust uh, what happened in 2020. We're talking with former National Security Advisor Michael Flynn. Stay with us. We'll be right back. 
We're back now talking with General Michael Flynn. General, this president is so compromised, so obviously corrupt. We've got four investigating committees in the House of Representatives going after Biden corruption, uh, his president's corruption, his presidency's corruption. We know the American people see what is happening here. We watch a system, a, a, a the Department of Justice, the FBI, protecting this man. There's yeah. no debate about this. There's no discussion. We're not in a courtroom. Any Anyone with common sense and an honest uh, assessment knows and is insisting that this government be cleaned up. Why in the world doesn't this system work so that we can remove malefactors like a Biden, a Biden presidency? You know, Lou, I, I'll tell you, I because I've been I've been uh, watching this weaponization subcommittee that was created by uh, Speaker McCarthy. You know, when they when the 118th Congress took over, and I was hopeful because I know some of the representatives on the committee, and I was hopeful that that they were going to quickly subpoena all of the all of the suspects that we know uh, lied, lied, not only lied to Congress but lied to the American people, lied lied under oath. Uh, people like Comey, Brennan, Clapper, to name a few. And I thought they were going to start bringing them in, just like like Nancy Pelosi subpoenaed over 500, I think it was 500 people in the first month of, of the previous Congress, right? They did not. So our current, our current Republican-led House of Representatives by Speaker McCarthy has really failed in its, in its job to hold people accountable. They're doing a lot of talking. They're doing a lot of hearings. They're doing a lot of talking on on uh, on various uh, you know on on your, your old your old uh, network there, and they're out there talking a lot, but they're not acting. And I learned recently, very recently, like in the last week, that there are not enough votes. That so McCarthy can't pull. He doesn't have the leadership, but personally, but he also can't pull enough votes to to uh, hold any impeachment process of Biden or Garland or Mayorkas or, or Ray or any of them. So so that we're we're we are now back from the the Independence Day break that the House gets where we have about maybe two and a half more weeks until they take a long summer break, which will start around the first week of August and go all the way until the week, uh, the first week of September. After, you know, not until like the 10th of September, they're going to come back. We're going to roll right into the campaign season, we're, we're not going to see what the American people actually want out of out of a, a House of Representatives that's been that's being run by a rhino Republican establishment that wants to see the end of Trump. That's what they want. And we should be. So people need to wake up to that, Lou. It's not going to happen. People aren't going to see impeachment. They're just not. And because these people are don't have the guts to be able to do that. And everybody in America, to include the Democrats, so you know, and I say the those Democrats that are still part of a Democrat party that is still lingering out there that that has yet to really said, man, this is bad. There's a lot of Democrats that don't believe the 2020 outcome of the election was was uh, fair. They don't. They think that there was it was filled with fraud. A lot of polls that are now showing that they all think that the majority of people in this country believe now that that uh, Joe Biden and Hunter Biden committed basically committed a crime of bribery to bribe foreign officials. There's no doubt of it. There's, There's no, no doubt, doubt about it. it. There, there is no doubt. I mean, it, this is not alleged. This is now it's like hard proof. We know all of the other things that happened when it comes to 
the Russia Gate, the impeachment processes, this this you know this Smith uh, episode that the, that they're they're dragging Trump through. That guy ought to be brought up on charges. So we we really have a problem in the in the country, and the problem is is you know it's not the the Democrat left leaning thugs that are that which is a really small minority, but they are in charge of our country right now. They're in charge of all the levers of power. It's really the Republican Party has to come to grips with what does it want? Does it want to be does it want to protect its own rear end or do they want to fight for this country? Well, and if I'm, they don't want to fight for this country, then we're we're in trouble, Lou. Well, we're in trouble, General. Don't let yeah. it, no one should ever mistake the fact we are in trouble. Yeah. And when we talk about losing con the country, it may be that we've already lost this country. And yeah. the fight is really for us to regain this country. Because right now, the Marxist left leads the Democratic Party, leads this presidency. Joe Biden isn't making any decision. So unbelievable. We're looking at a party when you talk about the Republicans, uh, Chairman Chairman Comey, Chairman Jordan, Chairman Smith at Ways and Means. Uh, they are doing everything they can right now with the power they've got, and they are the ones who produce the evidence that makes it clear what the Biden corruption is, what money they've taken. It's clear as, as the nose on our faces. And you know what, Lou, sadly, is that when you when we look at our political class in this country, they, you know, they're and again, it gets back to what I said at the beginning. We 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 were, we were apathetic for well over a generation to, you know, the political mess in our in our country that we that was growing. And we just sort of, you know, we, we let it go because everybody else is doing things. That, and it's not the best people that get into politics. It is not the best people that we have. You know, they the best people that do get into politics, they get in, they they do their job and they get out and they and they and they try their damnest. The the ones that stay in, those are like your, you know, your 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 C your C rated players, right? I mean, they're not the people that you're gonna pick on your first team if you're running if you're running, you know, large corporations or or you're running a business to earn a profit. These are people that they they many of these people have never worked a day in their lives. I mean, just look at the guy that's in charge. Look at Biden and his. I mean, Biden started out in a in a in a like a council position in Delaware, and now he's the president of the United States. Never held a job in his life, and look at what we now have learned about about Joe Biden, our our you know our our quote unquote president, and what he has done to. Well, I mean, to the country, it's out, it's outrageous. It is outrageous. We always give our guests here, as you know, General Flynn. We always give our guests the the last word on the Great America Show. Your concluding thoughts, if you will. Well, Lou, thank you very much for having me back on. And I always go back to my local action equals a national impact. And what I mean by that is people have have got to repurpose their lives and get involved in their communities and their families and their churches, you know, in their local towns, parishes, whatever like they've never been involved before. You have to, it, don't leave it up to just those people that have always sort of done that. Every American that, that loves this country, that believes in this country, that believes in the, in the future generations, and that future generations need to have what we have and better, then you gotta get up, you gotta stand up, step up, speak up. You can't let your voices be heard, or, or you, you gotta let your voices be heard. You know, there's, there's a, uh, a, a quote, for, you know, 
freedom. I, I cherish freedom more than I cherish prosperity, right? And, and what we have to do is we have to stand up for our freedom right now and not worry about the things that, that, uh, that we've sort of worried about in the past. I mean, th those, those things, may, they may have mattered, but now what matters is the loss of our freedom. And I mean that, Lou. And so that's what I want people to do. I want people to get involved locally, get off their, you know, get off your duffs, folks, and, uh, and stand up. And, and it's time to, to raise our voices and save America. So thank you. Uh, God bless you, Lou, for all that you've done and all that you mean for this country. God bless you, General Flynn. We thank you so much for being with us. Thank you. Thanks, General. Thanks, everybody, for listening. Our guest here tomorrow will be Congresswoman Claudia Tenney. We hope you'll be with us for that. And follow me on Twitter and Truth Social at Lou Dobbs and on Facebook and Instagram at Lou Dobbs Tonight. And be sure to check out our all-new LouDobbs.com website. We hope you'll be with us tomorrow. Until then, thanks, God bless you, God bless America.